Uh, you may have noticed our beautiful tomb here that we have constructed out of chairs, cushions. They're rocks. We constructed it out of rocks. Anyway, we are clearly going to be talking about the Easter story, um, but we're going to go back a few days from where we physically are, and we're going to pick up the story um, on Good Friday. We're late in the afternoon, and three men have been crucified a painful, hideous death on crosses. One of those men is a man in his early 30s, He's well known, and he spent his life miraculously healing the sick and challenging the status quo with his revolutionary teaching about God's love. He is dead on the cross, well and truly dead on the cross, and we're going to pick up the story in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 27. Late in the afternoon, a wealthy man from Arimathea, a disciple of Jesus, arrived. His name was Joseph. He went to Pilate, the governor, and asked for Jesus' body. Pilate granted his request. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in clean linens, and he put it in his own tomb, a new tomb, only recently cut into the rock. And he rolled a large stone across the entrance. Beautiful, beautiful. Hang on, the grass has got in the way. And the rock wobbled slightly, but then he wedged it into place so that it would stay. That's what it says in the Bible. Yeah, it's the message version. (laughs) Then he went off, but Mary Magdalene and the other Mary stayed, sitting in plain view of the tomb. After sundown, the high priests and Pharisees arranged a meeting with Pilate. They said, sir... We just remembered that that liar announced while he was still alive, after three days, I will be raised. We've got to get that tomb sealed until the third day. There's a good chance his disciples will come and steal the corpse and then go around saying he is risen from the dead. Then we'll be worse off than before. The final deceit surpassing the first. Pilate told them, you will have a guard. Go ahead and secure it the best you can. So they went out and secured the tomb sealing the stone, and posting guards. Somewhat headless guard. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so they could embalm him. Very early on Sunday morning, as the sun rose, they went to the tomb. They worried out loud to each other, who will roll back the stone from the tomb for us? And they were right to be worried, because the stone was not made of cardboard, like our stone. This would have been a big, heavy stone. It wouldn't, it says, when it says he rolled it in front of the tomb, it always makes me feel like kind of one man's going, "Mm, there you go. But it would have been a mighty, massive, great big stone. They were absolutely convinced that they could not have this body being stolen, and the disciples running around saying, Jesus is risen, yay! Um, So this was a heavy stone, they would have sealed it with some kind of seal, Roman seal or something. There would have been, you do not break the Roman seal, there would have been guards posted there. This was something quite significant. So as they came along, these ladies coming along in the morning, they were right to be worried that they would not have the strength to move this stone themselves. 
And so I think we should just assess how strong stones are, do you not? I think we should, I think yes. We should. So I think Brian might have my wonderfully made stone. <coughs> the dangly stone. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you tell how organised and honest this we are? Stone. This stone. This stone? That's yeah. Right. Now, that's now. I think you need that bit. Thank you very much. Contrary this is a feat of engineering. This is not an egg shape. This is a stone shape. And we may need some small children to assist us in assessing how strong our stone is. So have we got any smallish children who would like to leap forward at this point and do dangerous stuff? Front row, you might be in danger. Yeah, did you bring your crash helmets with you, front row? All right, come on in. Okay. There may be something good in stone. Oh, there's a little flex there in readiness. You can take, you can have a turn after, yeah? Okay? Right. There may whack be something it. good inside that stone if you whack it hard enough. Oh! Go on. Oh! Okay. Okay. Right, next one, next one. Okay, next one, next one, next one. There we go. There we are. Come on, Teddy, you can have a go. Oh. Wait a minute. Oh, they're all coming now. All right, come on then. All right, let's let Teddy have a go. All right, thank you. Yay! Yay! One more. Yay! Oh, oh, look. He's very good at this. Appearing in the stone, people. Yay! Right, there we go. Next one. Let's move Teddy out of the way, maybe. Can I have that now? Oh, no. Thank you. thank you. He didn't want to give the stick back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, next one. Gaffer tapes to the piñata. There we go. There we go. Right. Let's come this way a bit, Teddy. Come this way. Health and safety. Let's move a small child out of the way. Uh-oh. Sit, sit there. Good boy. Oh, I think the sweeties are all on the floor, aren't they? <laughs> That's it. Last one. Break it. Go for it. So go, Daniel. Go, Daniel. Yay! I, I think some of the children might need to collect what's come out of our stone. Then. Thank you. That's all right. I can go now. Yeah. You're going to take some. Children, if you want to come and grab yourself some of what came out there and take it back to your seats, please do. Yeah, 
Sweets got sweets now. Excellent. Good. Okay, so if, if we can oh. rein ourselves in after that excitement, <laughs> we're going to reflect for a moment. So we've got this tomb with this rock in front of it, this sealed tomb. Thank you, Brian. This sealed tomb, and the women are worried, will they be able to roll that stone away? Because it's heavy, it's solid. Inside the tomb, it is dark. Outside, it's light. There's a barrier of that stone that doesn't let light in there. Inside the tomb is death. Outside the tomb is life. And so the question I'd like you to ponder for a moment is where would you choose to put yourself? Inside the tomb... Or outside the tomb. I imagine you would probably choose to be outside the tomb. Where it's light. Where there's life. That's where we'd like to think ourselves to be. But the thing is, outside here in the light, the smallest stone can cast a shadow. Now if you have a rummage under your seat, hopefully you will find you have a stone. If you haven't got one, steal one from somebody nearby. (laughs) <laughs> a rummager at every other seat you, might you may have, have to share I know this is a tricky concept for us grown ups sharing but you know work up to it so out here in the light you got a stone good out here in the light however big or small your stone are do not judge people based on the size of their stone however big or small your stone is I imagine you can probably make a shadow with it. Have a go now. Can you make a shadow with your stone? Oh, nice shadow. Even the smallest stone in the light will make a shadow. And I want us to think for a moment, because when we think about where we might be, we have to deal with a word that none of us particularly like. It's not sausages. We like that word. The word sin. God, I spelt it right. Now, you see, so often when we hear that word sin, we think of it as being this big, bad stuff. You know, murder or, or bank robbery or stuff like that. But actually, sin is anything that goes against God's perfect way for our life. And so sin isn't just about the great big rocks, but it's about the little pebbles. Even the smallest thing that we do that isn't God's plan for us, that isn't God's way, casts a shadow, just like your little pebbles there do. And as long as those pebbles are there in our life, we can never be completely in the light. And in fact, if you're anything like me, you probably have a fair collection of little pebbles, And we can build those pebbles up until we actually build ourselves a tomb 
where we're concealed in darkness. So unless we're perfect, unless there is not a single thing wrong in our lives, unless we have never cast the slightest shadow in our lives by never doing anything wrong, where we actually belong is in the tomb, in the dark, in the place of death. But you'll be pleased to know that we haven't reached the end of our story yet. So we're going to carry on reading the story, this time from Mark's Gospel in chapter 16. If you remember where we left off, the women were on their way to the tomb and they were worried that they wouldn't be able to move the stone away. Then they looked up and saw that it had been rolled back. It was a huge stone and they walked right in. They saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed all in white. They were completely taken aback, astonished. He said, don't be afraid. I know you're looking for Jesus the Nazarene, the one they nailed to the cross. He's been raised up. He is no longer here. You can see for yourselves that the place is empty. Now go on your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he's going on ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there exactly as he said. So these women were worried. They were, they were heading to the tomb. They wanted to embalm the body of someone they loved dearly. And they were worrying on the way that this barrier was going to meet them when they got there. And they were not going to have their own strength to move that barrier themselves. But when they got there, they found that God had already done the job for them. God had removed the barrier for them. And what they found was not the darkness that they were expecting, but the light, which is probably blinding the people on the front row. It will go off in a minute, don't worry. (laughs) So that stone was a barrier for them. And when they got there, God had done the work. God had done the miraculous and raised Jesus from the dead, and that barrier had been removed. But we have those barriers, as Claire was saying, those stones in our lives, that sin in our lives, that is that immovable barrier between us and God. It stops us from having that relationship with God. Jesus went into the tomb. He went into the darkness where he didn't actually belong. He was perfect. He was light. And he brought light into that dark place. He brought light into our lives. That means that we can now have a relationship with God. We can live in the light if that's something that we want to do. So as Helen said, that barrier of sin has been removed and we can choose to come out of the tomb. I'd like to invite you now to hold your stone that you found earlier and just feel how heavy it is in your hand. Feel its weight. And think of that weight as being like that feeling of guilt that we have when we know we've messed up, when we know we're not good enough. And however hard we try, we just never seem to quite make it. We never seem to be quite good enough. And this story that we've read, that Jesus went into the tomb as light, and then he, his power, moved that stone out of the way, showed us that actually that weight of that stone we're holding can be moved away for us. That's what it means to be a Christian. 
recognizing I can't move this stone myself. But God can. Jesus did it for me when he came out of that tomb. And so I want to invite you this morning, if you would like to, to choose to remove that stone in your life. It might be something specific you're thinking of. Or it might just generally be wanting to say, actually, yeah, I want Jesus to remove that shadow of sin in my life so that I can come out into the light. I'm going to invite you in a moment to come up the front here and to place your stone in front of the tomb here as a way of saying, Jesus has removed my stone from my tomb so that I can walk in the light with him. And if that's something you're doing for the first time this morning, we'd love to pray with you about that. So I'm going to be standing over here. And um, Dave Staff, could you perhaps be over in the corner here with me as well? So if you'd like to come and pray with us, we've got a little gift we'd like to give you as well to help you come out of that too. So while the band plays a song for us, if you would like to, just come up and place your stone there by the tomb to say, Jesus has removed that stone in my life. There is no more shadow of sin I am standing in the light.